Welcome back to the Wachusett Wine and Spirits podcast, the podcast where you get to hear what we have to say, but you don't have to look at our faces. This episode, it's a bittersweet episode for me personally, uh, and I guess for Corey and for the store as well. Um, we kind of start out with a, a bittersweet big announcement that uh, right before we went live, Found out that Corey is moving on to bigger and better things. He's taking a, a position with one of the big liquor distributors that we deal with. Uh, so we're very excited for Corey for that. Uh, but on a personal level, it's it's sad to lose somebody who, you know, what's great about this industry is that, you know, it, we get to deal with alcohol and, and yeah, there's a lot of fun stuff there, but you get to meet some of the greatest people. Um, and so Corey will be sorely missed from the store and sorely missed by me um, as a friend, as somebody who's become a brother, a partner in crime, doing all these Whiskey Wednesday videos over the last year or so. So that's kind of how we start out. And then we have a lot of fun because we go back and we revisit all the store picks that we currently have in stock share some of the stories behind them. Uh, and then after we went off the air, off of Facebook Live, we kept going with a couple of tastings of some new beers that have come into the store, uh, a new brandy that I am very excited about, uh, and a couple of RTDs, which are ready-to-drink pre-made cocktails in a can. We give our thoughts on them, some quick reviews, and uh, yeah, it was good. Good to get to hang out with Corey. We've got one more Whiskey Wednesday left together, so next week will be will be it. Um, but yeah, hope you guys enjoy this episode. It was a lot of fun to record and, like I said, hang out with Corey. And if you like the podcast, go to Spotify, find the podcast, give it a follow, give it a rating, um, and share it out with your friends. If you've got people out there that you know or you think would be into what we do here at What You So Wanted Spirits, Share, let them know about it, and let's kind of grow the family there. You can follow us on Facebook. Uh, we're posting all the time about things that are going on in the store, whether it's tastings, uh, we update hours if we're going to close for the holiday. All that stuff gets updated on our Facebook page. All the newest beers, uh, our beer manager, Matt, does a great job of keeping a great selection of beers coming in and out of the store. And he usually posts them on Instagram a couple days a week. So if you're a beer geek, check out our Instagram page. You'll get pictures of new arrivals. And if you really are a beer geek, go to the Untapped app, follow us as a venue, and you'll get weekly updates on all the new beer arrivals. When you come in the store, check out our new menu board in the back corner over the bar where we have a list of all the new arrivals of beers as well. That's it. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. We'll talk to you guys again soon. Cheers. Yeah, I don't know if cleaning that lens is going to make it any better. It's... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Podcast listeners, we're getting ready to go live. Big, big announcement today. Not a happy one, but big announcement. Either way, uh, yeah, we're going to drink some good whiskey. 
And some good gin. And some good single malt. Yeah. If you guys stick around until the end of the podcast, we're going to drink even more than that. <laughs> nice. We're live. Awesome. 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 Um, yeah. It's Whiskey Wednesday. Welcome, guys. Uh, Spirits Guide. Coming to you guys live from Wachusett Wine Spirits out here in West Boylston. Corey in the house. What's going on, guys? A little, little tear, because this is it. This week and next week, and then big announcement. Yep, I'm moving on. Awesome. I I couldn't be happier for you. I appreciate it, man. Corey's moving up to the big time. He's going to play with the big boys, and uh, we'll still see him in the store, but yeah. Yeah, I got like a magnet to the store. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, I, yeah, I'm so excited for you. Obviously, bummed to lose you here. Friend, brother, drinking partner. But we'll spend some time drinking. Oh, absolutely. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and I would feel remiss without saying uh, happy 420 out there. Mm-hmm. Um, the 420 is your jam. Cool. If it's not, it's cool either way. If it is your jam and we don't get paid for this, no knows, but big shout out to Campfire, our neighbors across the parking lot, That's who awesome. are... Awesome neighbors, great, great people. Uh, if that's your jam, definitely go check them out. Yes, These guys are absolutely just yeah. so friendly and, and so nice and such a great, great store. Uh, they don't know that we're doing this. We just really like those guys and yeah. appreciate them. They make you feel at, at home, like at a campfire. Yeah. Opposed and, to walking into another one and you move too yep. fast to the right and smash over <laughs> yeah. a $300 yeah. piece, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like today is their Super Bowl. Literally, there, yep, a hundred percent. All, all hands on deck. Yeah, Angelo tried getting through to AJ's. They were busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, I wonder why. Yeah, I can imagine. But we're not cooking tonight, yeah. are we? <laughs> yeah, AJ's is cranking. Um, yeah, lots of stuff going on. With nice weather out. Sun's out. It's weird to realize it's eight o'clock and the sun is still out. Yeah, I'm loving that. And we're here to drink today. We're here to revisit some store picks uh, that we still have in in house. You know, we do so many of these things and we love them all. And sometimes the new one comes in and we move on to the new one and we kind of forget about the old one. And I was just kind of poking around thinking like, we kind of need to revisit some of these. And it's good for us to kind of retaste and go back Um so, yeah. yeah, we're not going to taste the Eagle Rare because that's all sold out. But just to kind of prove that we've done Eagle Rare. Uh, the Elijah Craig, there still is a little bit of this left. Uh, the Barrel Proof. So, so good. Um, all limits are off. Everybody's had a chance to get this. So if you want to come back and buy two, three, whatever of these, come in and grab them. Whatever's left is up for grabs. Whoever wants them, as many as possible. Uh, oh, yeah, by the way. This Saturday, I'm going to be doing a full live in-person tasting of all of our store picks. So if you see something here that interests you, come down Saturday, 1 to 4. We're going to be hanging out, pouring all these, uh, sharing them with you guys. But there's no need for us to taste Elijah. We know how great it is. Mm-hmm. And if we start out at 1.30... We won't make it till the end. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is a marathon, not a sprint. <laughs> Um, 
But I do want to start out on the lighter side. I always forget how great this is. And I guess I want to share some of the stories that went into these two. Uh, this was something that, like when we do a single barrel of whiskey, Heaven Hill makes the whiskey. That barrel is already made available. We're not having it made for us. They were making it anyways. And then we get to pick one of the barrels that they already made. This I am incredibly proud of because we get to work with Bully Boy Distilling. Uh, and at the time, we were working with Niche Hospitality, too. Uh, so it was back when Steve was here, and Steve was working for Niche, and we had connections on both sides. And we actually went out to Bully Boy, talked about the flavor profile that we wanted to have. They made it up in small batches, uh, would send me back the sample, and then I would go, like, I want more citrus, more herbaceous, less of this, more of that. Um, I remember the first batch we got in, just tasted like straight black jelly beans. It was good. I think somewhere at home I still have that all one. those original batch samples. And we just kind of went back and forth. And what I was trying to do was create a gin that generically would work in gin and tonics, like everybody thinks of with gin, mm -hmm. uh, but that also would work well in Negronis or other cocktails, but also had enough clean flavor that you can make martinis or just sip this on the rocks. We're going to go a little healthy pour on that. We don't have to finish it right now, but we may revisit Matthew's idea from earlier mm -hmm. in the bonus content. Okay. Yeah, I just... You know, with, with everything that goes on, and you'll see it in your new job, you'll have so many products that you're... Mm. kind of in charge of that every now and then you forget one it kind of slips through the cracks yeah. I always forget that this is on the shelf maybe because the label's so bright white it just kind of fades in but yeah. if you're a gin drinker out there I stand by this gin I've had people come over from England and I'll taste them on this and they go like oh Jesus that's better than anything we get back home and I know bottles of this went back back over to England yeah. pre-COVID when people were flying back and forth And the reason we actually still have it, too, is our distributor, which is Horizon, probably about six months ago, called us up and said, hey, we found six more cases of your gin in the back of the warehouse. <laughs> and so they shipped it in. Uh, we thought it was all gone. So That's a nice surprise. That's part of the reason we still have some left. It kind of came back a little late. But, yeah, citrus on the nose. I am in love with that gin. Mm. And I don't know why I don't drink more of it at home. So the, the final two ingredients, because the batch before this was really citrusy. And it reminded me of, kind of reminded me of like Brockman's almost. Okay. And I didn't yep. want a gin that tasted like every other gin. gin. Yeah. I wanted it to be distinct. Unique in its own, yeah. And so we added basil. And we added celery seed, and those are the two. Uh, there's some tarragon in there, and then all the other usual suspects, juniper, obviously, anise, orris root, um, orange peel. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. What was the last time you tasted that? Uh, it's. I don't know, honestly. And I feel like, like first started working here. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it's been I mean, that long. It's been a while. We're both guilty because we have great gin customers too. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Who are constantly asking us for recommendations, and I always forget to yep to point that out. So if you're a gin drinker, it's summertime. It's getting warm out. It's gin season. Come down Saturday and give this a taste. And it was all cold and stuff yesterday, so I was like, I need a little gin mm. tonic to make it uh, feel mm. like it's at least a little bit spring. And I was drinking the uh, Bar Hill. Oh, yeah. The Tomcat or the, nah, the, just regular, the regular bar? Yeah. But that the honey in there is just it's so good. So good. All right. So second store pick in the lineup. I'm switching glasses. Um, to me... Much as I love the Elijah, this is probably the one I'm most proud of. Mostly because, like, the owners who are great people sit in on a lot of these tastings. But this one in particular, I feel like this is the one that was exclusively you and I. Yep. No, I agree. Nobody else sat in on this tasting. Nobody else weighed in an opinion. Um, and when these samples came to us, Man, this one was hard in that. This is definitely the hardest that I did with you. Yeah, because we had three different samples of the port finish. And then we had other finishes and cuvee cask. And yep. I feel like we tasted through about 10 or 12 samples. And what was awesome is Amanda, who is just an amazing rock star in the whiskey world, but she went out and personally handpicked all those samples mm -hmm. and then personally hand typed up all her notes to send up with these samples. So it's probably like the strongest connection I have to any yeah, store picks. Most personable, yeah. But the strongest connection I have to the person who actually that does picked it, the barrel. It's yep. like this is about as dialed into a specific barrel as we're gonna get. And again, if you're a bourbon drinker and this is not your jam, you don't like scotch or, or whatever, like, I get it. You know what you like. You're in your lane. That's cool. But if you're a whiskey drinker, if you're an adventurous whiskey drinker, this is something that is... Yeah, just because it doesn't have a big name on it, but... It's, it's interesting. It's different. And if you're a single malt scotch drinker, the price of single malt scotch cheap ones are going 50 bucks and up and that's kind of where we're at here for a hand-picked single barrel and this i am just in love with this 92 proof big body mm. finished in a port style wine so they make single malt in virginia uh in this series they use single malt from scotland blend the two of them together and then they finish it there. The little tag has all the info on it, too. So I believe this ends up being a nine-year whiskey. So almost a 10-year single malt for that $50 range. You're not finding many no. scotch in that range. And I just love this. Like the chocolate notes in that. The nose on it literally just gave me the chills. Yeah. <laughs> Not even kidding. The 
<laughs> it's so good. It's rich. It's viscous. It's got all those port notes, like that kind of grapey notes. Yep. The chocolate. Like literally like chocolate-covered grapes. Like. Yeah. And this is not something I would drink right now. But after about 9 o'clock, when it gets a little cooler and you get the fire pit going, I would be sitting outside smoking a cigar. Granted, it is like 45 degrees out right now. Well, right now, right. <laughs> I know what you mean. I don't, yeah. It shouldn't be 45 degrees. I, I'm playing into the deception that the sun is bright out there. <laughs> yeah, it looks so nice. From out. here, it looks like it's 85. Yeah. You still need a sweatshirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. It's so good. I I really am, like, the proudest of all our store picks. Um, and the people who have bought this and, and tried it all comment on it. It really is. It's kind of a gem. And, again, for that price, for the quality of single malt you're getting. Um, and I guess the other thing, and I think we talked about it when we did the pick, of, like, people hear single malt, they think scotch, they mm -hmm. think scotch, they think smoke. And this is not smoky at all. There's no peat in this. No. This is just rich and dark. It's yeah. got that little, little smoke to it. But yeah, there's no peatiness at no. all. Like, you're not getting that, like, that bite. Yeah. I'm really hoping to get down there by the end of the year. All right. Now we move into our traditional American whiskeys. And we start with Knob Creek Single Barrel Barrel Proof Rye. Now, cool story with this one, because everything has a story, and mm -hmm. we love stories. When we did this pick, we actually went to Fenway, uh, because this is a Jim Beam product, mm -hmm. and Maker's Mark is also a Jim Beam product. Um, not made by Jim Beam, but owned by Jim Beam. And so when we went to Fenway, one of the cool things that they had, and we were up in, like, the luxury boxes. Mm -hmm. It was a whole, like, I don't know how to describe it. It was just this giant, it's like a banquet hall in Fenway Park, but the windows looked out over to the field. And there's a full, like, kitchen you could see. Like, you could tell it's where people with money go for their tickets. But one of the things they were given in, like, your goodie bag was a Red Sox logo baseball that was dipped in Maker's Mark wax. What? That is sick. So it's a wax-coated baseball that I think I actually gave to Matt when he came back because I don't know anybody who's a bigger <laughs> baseball fan. And then our beer guy here, Peter Thomas. <laughs> that is a great question, Peter. So... Question is for anybody listening, what else do you have to buy to get one of our store picks? What is the bundle that has to wrap around our store pick? Well, here's the thing we're so confident in our store picks, I'm not going to make you buy anything else. If you want it, it's here. Um, for the record, that's what we did with our Eagle Rare pick, it's what we did with the Elijah Craig pick, it's what we did with the last Eagle Rare pick. We don't bundle. We don't make you buy anything. You get to come here, buy what you want, and leave with it. Um, when we had that big poppy whistle pig, we didn't bundle it. No. It's here. Get it. Um, if you want a bundle price, we'll negotiate something with you. But 
We only make you buy what it is you want to buy. Um, but that is a, a great question. To... And by the way, Saturday, if you want to come down and taste all our store picks, it's free. You don't have to buy a gift card to the store. Mm -hmm. The only money you have to spend is on the product you leave with. I prefer you don't tuck it in your coat and leave with, without paying for it. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> so, I mean, what's cool about this pick, all the transparency, it's got the warehouse, the floor number, the date it was bottled, which is October 2012. It was uh, barreled in 2012, bottled in 2019. So it is a seven-year barrel-proof rye. And there's a lot of Knob Creek bourbon store picks out there. There's not a lot of Knob Creek rye store picks out there. And for the record, it's the only rye pick we have. And it is barrel strength. Which I think at the time we got this, I feel like this kind of got lost in the shuffle during COVID too. Um, when people weren't coming in. And again, as things went on, my attention went away from this. But where everybody is kind of going after these barrel-proof whiskeys now. Mm -hmm. It's everything you want it to be. Spicy. Caramel. Get some heat from the alcohol. That might be my first time having this. Yeah. It's, for whatever reason, it's it's overlooked. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, Jeremy, if you're out there listening and watching, like, he's a big yeah. heat seeker kind of guy. Yeah, so. got, yeah, that definitely has some heat to it. All right. So I'm going to dump the rest of that because I don't want to be chugging down. I might go help it real quick. All right. Give me one second. Yeah, no. We got it. Just sort of proof that we actually do work. Or he's taking off to go save the day. And while he does that, I will pour up our next store pick sample. We're moving on to the Larceny. And again, there's not a lot of this Larceny left. Larceny, Heaven Hill, great friends of ours. And by the way, Larceny no longer does store picks. So this is the last, to the best of my knowledge, the last of the Larceny single barrel store picks that are available in retail. They decided not to do store picks anymore. They're focusing more of their juice on the Larceny barrel-proof whiskeys, which is a great idea because those whiskeys are all fantastic. Uh, we just had some in recently. Uh, they sold pretty quick, though. Yeah, and I think we're sold out in Worcester or we're down to the last few bottles. I've only got about a case or so left of this here. So if Larceny is your thing, and by the way, what I love about Heaven Hill single barrels is that they come in at the same price as the regular barrels. 
Um, sometimes when you do a barrel program with, say, an Old Forester or Maker's Mark, they come in at a little bit higher price point, and I get it. It's a different product. Um, but with Larceny, it's the same price on the shelf as regular Larceny, but you're getting a single barrel hand-picked whiskey. We named this one the Dark Side of the Rick House because, you know, everybody's got to have a cute name for their, their whiskey. And we named it that because it has really, really dark flavors. Uh, Larceny, by the way, a weeded whiskey. This is kind of the baby version of Heaven Hill's Old Fitzgerald, also their weeded whiskey. Which, by the way, no, we do not have any Old Fitzgerald 17. Uh, that was very, very limited. And I know a lot of it, I think less than 100 bottles hit the state of Massachusetts. We do not have any as of yet. I don't know if there's any coming. Um, I do expect the Heaven Hill Heritage Collection to show up sometime within the next month or two. So we have poured Larceny. Okay. Dark Side of the Rick House. 92 proof, too. I always forget that it's got a little extra, uh, little extra stank on it there at 92. Mm hmm. And again, you're talking under 35 for a store pick. Yeah. The, the nose on this is completely different than every one so far. Mm hmm. And I remember just getting like a lot of chocolate and darker flavors on this. Larceny, again, like I mentioned, weeded whiskey. Mm. Which I feel like is a polarizing thing. Like people either love or yeah. hate weeded whiskeys, but it's usually the. Even that Bernheim's, like, I love that whiskey. That whiskey's fantastic. Super cheap, too. It's all the, the guys who go, like, I don't like weeded whiskey. Do you have any Weller? <laughs> you hear what you're saying to yourself. Yep. I don't like wheat beers. Do you have any hazy IPAs? What do you think they use? Yeah, I just... They don't just squeeze oranges yep. in there. <laughs> <laughs> Although sometimes it tastes that way. Oh, 100%. Mm. Yeah. Everything you want a wheat whiskey to be. It's soft. So it's yeah, sweet. That's what I could tell. The light. I mean, going from the rye to mm -hmm. that. I mean, that's right. But it's got body. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's yeah. It's just very light the way it sits. Chocolatey, vanilla almost. <laughs> yep. Like vanilla extract, though. Like Yeah. Yeah. Like vanilla extract and baker's chocolate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's also a winner. And you can come taste it for free on Saturday. Mm hmm. Rinse. All right. And then we get to the two more recent ones. Our friends at Lux Row. And by the way, this store pick tasting also commemorates the impending arrival of the El Mayor tequila, also from Luxco. Reposado tequila. Killer. Here within the next week or two. I cannot really? wait. Yep. Oh. Hopefully in time. I was gonna say for Cinco de Mayo or before I leave. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, that was stubborn of me. 
So now we're on to Yellowstone. And this is a brand that we were on before a lot of people were. Uh, I love Luxco. This is from Limestone Branch, which is not really owned by Luxco, but they're partnered. They work together. Uh, they go through the Luxro distribution network. It's considered a Luxro brand, even though they're their own distillery. Great heritage with the Dant family and the Beam family. Um, and now it's been kind of reestablished by two brothers whose last name is Beam. Uh, but one side of their family is Dant's, the other side is Beam's. They also make Minor Case Rye, which is in our mm -hmm. our Whiskey Bracket Challenge, which is one of the most grossly overlooked ryes on our shelves, for sure. Uh, full transparency, this is a five-year bourbon. Uh, we picked it in 2021, so there's not a lot left of this. That's one of the, out of all like the picks out here I know, that's probably my favorite label. Mm -hmm. Like my favorite bottling, I, I guess. I just love the way it looks. I feel like when it first came in, it was like the old Forester was. When the old Forester first came in, people didn't gravitate towards it. Yeah. Um, it took a while. We loved the whiskey. I mean, I remember when we tasted it together and how in love we were yeah. with that. And then all of a sudden, people started to kind of pick at it. And then the TV show got really popular, and mm -hmm. yeah, people coming in, yeah. grabbing that. Yep. Um, the fact that there's no regular Yellowstone in the market right now, yeah. kind of like there's no Eagle Rare. So this is the only way you can get Yellowstone. And then all of a sudden, when people started to buy it, it just started to... Yeah, it's like a tumbleweed. The last two up. months, the it's picking up steam, and, and people are really loving it. And uh, they just keep coming back and telling me how great this whiskey is, so... It's definitely something that needs to be given a try, but I think once you do, and also in a landscape where everything else has gone up in price, now this price where it's at, oh. it's kind of on par with what everything else has come up to. I feel like that's everything I want bourbon to taste like. Some sour cherries. Yeah. Almost a little mm. lemony. Soft oak. Sweet. Yeah. That's everything I want. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> this is a perfect, perfect video because I forgot about yeah. how good all of these were. Mm-hmm. Have them sit in my house, but like I don't want to touch them. Yeah, yeah, because they really are once in a lifetime bottles, and when they're gone, they are gone. Um, I just had somebody message me uh, the other day with a picture of the empty old Forester bottle. Like, oh, I can't get God. any more of yeah. this. Like, it's gone, gone forever. And then we'll finish with the Rebel. And. I mean, I remember this because we did this. Did we do this before Yellowstone or after Yellowstone? I think we did it before, but it came in. No. I think. Yeah, you might be I right. I think we did it before, but it came and in after. after the Yellowstone. Yeah. And then I remember when it came in, Peter was actually here. 
when we yep. cracked it mm -hmm. live for the first time. And then I think we tasted it against the Rebel 10-year single barrel. Yep, yep. And it beat, it yeah. blew the 10-year single barrel away. Which is like... One of my favorites. As I was going to say, it's like that. We love yep. that 10-year, so... And again, nothing bashful on this. 113 proof. And it's almost like the same color as the rye. Yeah. Which is like... And it's a five-year-old whiskey. So, basically, half the age of that 10-year single barrel. And this was better and less expensive. And again, not a ton left of this. I know you say this is your baby, but this Rebel... Yeah. To me, he's like, that's my baby, because we pushed that brand yeah. off rip. Nobody really knows it. Nobody really knew about that. And yeah. Talk about one of those whiskeys that we push. It's Yeah. That Rebel 100 is the best 20 bucks you're going to spend on a bottle of whiskey. Oh, my goodness. And those guys are always good to us, the, the Luxro people. They're just yeah. awesome people. And, again, you can just come in, buy this. You don't have to buy anything else. And I mean, I'm most proud of the Virginia, but the Virginia, the Yellowstone, and the Rebel, and the Tequila as well. Like, those are the ones that you and I did. Like, yeah, I don't feel like we were kind of. It was the ones where we had the most freedom, because we're the ones actually out here on the floor. Yeah. So yeah, I'm proud of all three of these picks. Gonna have to get you to come back here when that next barrel sample of Elijah Craig comes in. Oh yeah, I will help pick a mm. barrel whenever you need me to. <laughs> mm. Oh man, it doesn't drink one thirteen. No, it, not at all. It, I love that. It really reminds me of like wheat bread. Yeah. Yeah. Like soft, sweet, a little darker flavor. Like brown sugar. Yep. Yeah, it's like Yeah, like wheat bread with like butter and like And yeah. Like brown sugar. And that sugar. cinnamon sugar like yep. that comes in the little bear, you know, like Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm, yeah, exactly. that's exactly what it tastes like. Like wheat toast slathered in butter. Cinnamon sugar on the top. <sighs> wow. I forgot how good that was. Yeah. Wow. And how dangerous that is. Because, again, at 113, like, that doesn't drink it. And we say, all. like, we forget how good it is. I mean, we still drink them and stuff. But you do all these, mm. and, like, all the tasting notes kind of just blend together. And then you're like, you go back and you're like, oh, this is the reason why we picked this. Yeah. It makes sense now. And there is a, a real commonality in the, the store picks that we do of we go for that mouthfeel. I, I like yep. that, that sort of richness and creaminess. And I feel like you can go to certain stores, buy their store pick, and you know, like, that's this store. Like, you can tell yeah. who picks that that barrel. Yeah. And I feel like our store picks have a personality, mm -hmm. a very distinct personality of just rich kind of creamy mouthfeel and it's also like goes to like yes we have a personality and stuff but we're versatile we have a gin we have a tequila coming in like 
a single malt, yep. a rye. Yeah, it's all over. Before you even get to the bourbons, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we're doing it. We're trying to keep things interesting and fun. And yeah, it's kind of cool when you do this and it's something we love. Yeah. And then customers come back and they're like, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Because it, it's, it's a validation yes. for us yeah. without a doubt. That's cool to see. All right, so these are the six things we're going to be pouring Saturday afternoon, one to four. Come down, come by, say hi, try some good stuff. No bundles. Buy it if you like it. Don't, don't buy it. it if you don't. Mm-hmm. We've got plenty of other stuff as well. Um, so, yeah, hopefully we'll see you guys Saturday. We'll wrap it up on video. We're going to stick around here on the podcast and uh, yeah, Thank have you some fun and, and taste some stuff. That was super cool. Yeah. And it really was like a lot of these things, the gin, like I forget how good that gin is and I forget like yeah, that, that it's even there. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's one of those things that I, I, I don't typically drink gin in the fall and winter. So I've been getting back into gin, drinking a little bit more gin and like that is perfect. It's bright. It's everything you want. Yeah. Now this on the other end. Oh, this, I mean, so when they tasted me on this, I met with the the Northeast rep from Frenette the other okay. day, and, and he came in Monday, and I got some stuff in the bag, you know, you want to taste. I was like, you're from Frenette. Of course. Of course. You can't give me everything in you the know, bag. <laughs> so we, we tasted, uh, like, the vermouth, the dry vermouth, the sweet vermouth. Yeah. And... He showed me some RTDs that we'll taste after we taste this. And he's like, yeah, you know, when we, we make a brandy. And I was like, you make a brandy? I've got to try it. And as soon as I tasted it, I was like, I've got to have it. And then I took the picture and I put it up on my Instagram the other day. And So it's a two-year Italian brandy. To get a little geeky for anybody out there who knows the difference or cares, uh, they use the Trebbiano grape, uh, which is kind of a quirky little Italian grape, to make the brandy. Wow. Two years old, like, so, like, grapey on yeah. the nose. And I love the label because, yeah, a lot of butterscotch, a lot of grape, like, fruits and but that label just I love that bottle absolutely I mean, love it I mean the name Stravecchio Branca which <laughs> I don't know how I could take a bigger chance than that like yeah but it's made by the same people who make Frenette Italian brandy 80 proof and oh yeah it's a liter bottle and that bottle is diesel beast and it's under 40 bucks. I mean, just under 40 bucks, but for high quality brandy. There's something unique. I don't know what it is. There's something different about that flavor, but... Wow. 
That's dangerous. Yeah. It's like when I was swallowing it, I felt like I wasn't swallowing anything. It yeah. Was like, it was, there was just nothing. Like, not flavor-wise, mm-hmm. no, it was so easy to drink. Wow. That is awesome. But, yeah, that grapey, caramel, But then I feel like, like, on the palate, I almost get, like, pears and yeah, apples. Like, yeah. like, if you, like, just sautéed pears or caramelized mm-hmm. pears, like... Oh, yeah. And I feel like like I could drink that straight even on a hot night because it's yeah. not, like, heavy no, either. No, that's what, like, that's my the initial thought. It's, like, not super thick or viscous. It's, like, perfectly... It's, yeah, just super, like, light, easy, delicate. Yeah, that elegant, is... Elegant. Yeah. Delicate, yeah. elegant, yeah. Goes hand in hand with and I could drink that with a cigar. You talk about a bottle that looks good on your bar. Like, this thing's a you like a beast. It's a beast. Yeah. It'd be annoying to put on your bar, but... <laughs> I feel like I'd that is... enough, though, that won't be annoying. Like, the made-up backstory is, like, you start dating this girl who's very Italian, and, like, her grandfather doesn't speak English. He's straight from Italy, and then you go to his house to meet him, and Drop that's that. the bottle on the bar. Literally, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to drink all this tonight yeah. with me, son. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's going to put you through the rigors on that <laughs> bottle. All right. So while we're here, we'll play a little game of how does this make it in the store? Is it going to make it in the store? Ooh. These were dropped off to me today by my friend Paolo, who's from Hodling, which is where we get Hirsch and um, we actually tasted some amazing tequilas from those guys. Oh my, that mezcal was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. So we've got a new mezcal coming in, which will feature and pop. But they have RTDs like everybody else who has access to a canning line has RTDs, which stands for ready to drink. So these are basically pre made cocktails in a can, carbonated, but they have the Luxardo name on them. This is the Bianco Spritz. So we actually carry the Luxardo Bitter Bianco. It's the white bitter that's over there next yep. to the Campari. Yep. It's kind of like Campari, but it's in a more clear mm-hmm. bitter mixed with, I don't know if it's soda water. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> now, wow. I'm going to say that this is not for everybody. No, but, oh, man. But if you like Fernet, if you like that herbaceousness, if I'm... All right, so what we're drinking, and I guess we can put a picture of these up on Facebook at some point. The, the cans are really cool. They're 250 mLs, so they're probably a whole cocktail in a can. They're 10%. Oh, wow, I did not know that. And they're very, like, very herbaceous. I can smell, like, the nose is super bitter. I mean, this smells like a cocktail in a can. Mm. Oh, man. (laughs) So when Paula was here, I think before you came over, he says, yeah, you know, I may, uh, when I'm out walking, you know, the kid around the, the block, like, 
these fit perfectly in the stroller cup holder. <laughs> <laughs> and I can see that is really refreshing, but it's got all those kind of bitter herbs. Like if you're a Negroni fan, if you like like that Aperol spritz kind of thing. This is phenomenal. That is unbelievable. 10%. These are dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I... I can't I, even imagine these, like, ice cold. Oh, yeah. Like, they would drink so easy. Imagine that. Throw that in a red solo cup full of ice. Just pour that out. Oh, my gosh. Might be breaking another cornhole table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so that was the Bianco. Then we've got the regular kind of aperitivo spritz, which I'm assuming is like a red bitter, kind of like an Aperol or yeah. Campari. Hence the Makes color. sense. There we go. We've got a little bit of color. So it looks like an Aperol spritz. Also, 10% alcohol. These are going to be in four packs. I did bring these into the store before I tasted them. Based on the Luxardo name, and we will be doing a tasting of this in the next couple weeks. It smells as well. like a jello in the best possible way. Yeah, like that color jello. Nope. That you get like, oh my. Oh yeah. God. That's really tasty. These are. Yeah, Dangerous. these are really good. Unbelievable. And that doesn't taste like it's 10% at no, all. No, that's a... I'm going out on a limb here and saying these are, might be top three RTDs I've ever had. Yeah. These are awesome. Yeah. Because they really taste to, like what they're supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, and they're easy to drink, mm -hmm. but you still get the boozy flavor in there. Mm-hmm. You, you can be careful with it. Yeah, that's but, fantastic. And being a bartender, um, you know, you're almost sort of opposed to RTDs of like, yeah, I'd rather just make it. it myself. But these are as close to making it yourself. This is awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And like if you're doing brunch and you were going to do like Aperol spritzes anyways, you just buy a four pack of those. Yeah. Call it a day. Like, yeah, that is fantastic. Wow. I'm very impressed. Right when I saw the name Luxardo, I had high hopes because they everything they make is unreal. All right. So this one here, sometimes being good almost doesn't even matter. We're probably not going to bring this in. It's a branded tequila we do all right with, uh, but it's a tequila and soda. Unfortunately, it's in a 200 ML can. Um, but I'm curious to see what it tastes like. And to kind of share with you guys that, you know, this is what we go through when we're deciding and we're betting products for the store. This is Dolce Vita. Oh, really? Okay. Um, who makes that fantastic the pineapple yep. jalapeno tequila. The Silva tequila we do really well with. I got that, uh, the one behind the counter, the... The pineapple grapefruit? No, the... Oh, yeah, that's right. The the extra Añejo aged in the Garrison Brothers. 
barrels. That is awesome. And yeah, I mean the flavored tequilas, the grapefruit, the lime, the yeah, that jalapeno. The, yeah, the jalapeno one is fantastic. It's but that's a tough sell at two hundred mls. It really, it is. really is. It's too small of a can to me. Um, and again, we're just kind of letting you guys in on the process of like, I see the product, and sometimes it doesn't matter what the liquid is. I don't know that that packaging will work for that price. Yeah. At mm. least the Luxardo ones, which are a slim can, they're taller than that. Yeah. And I feel like this, like, you know, you could drink or pour over ice. That, I feel like, is almost like those on the rocks, like 100 mLs we have at the counter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, exactly. they're more of a, a double shot than anything. <clears throat> yeah, I feel like these would just get dangerous because you would drink them way too fast because yep. they're so easy to drink because it's such a small little can. Now, on the positive, it's tequila and soda. There's 7% alcohol. Yeah, so it's... And this one is tequila and soda with lime. And looking at it, it looks like there's lime juice in it. It's mm -hmm. cloudy yep. like it, if it had real lime juice. It tastes like tequila and soda with a lime. It does taste <clears throat> good. 100% tastes good. If that was in a 12-ounce can, I might take a shot at it. What is that aftertaste? Yeah. It's not bad. I'm just, it's bitter. <clears throat> I wonder about, like, the viability of, like, that tequila soda. You put the lime juice in it. Like, it just, I don't know that it's, Stable enough. Yeah. That, yeah. What is that? That after. Yeah. Unfortunately, and I, I like the people that bring me Dolce Vita. They're super cool. They're always good to me. But again, people who think like, "Yo, you guys have the greatest job. You just drink all day." Like, you have to make. We decisions. say no. Yeah, you to have a to lot make of decisions. Things. Yeah. And this one is a. It a may hard be good, pass. but we have to. Yeah, that one's a, a hard two, pass. A 200 ml on the shelf, all next to 12 ounce. Next to even 16 ounces. Cut water. Cut or water. Even like the Bacardi's and the, the Malibu ones, which, you know, are still maybe 10 ounce, but they're taller cans. Like, yeah. the, the visual is a big deal. Do you want to taste the beers again? Do it. All right. <laughs> Do I want to taste the beers again? He says. So, <laughs> in full disclosure to you guys listening, We've already done this tasting once today, uh, but I feel like I feel like they're worth tasting again, and not for nothing. We bought a whole bunch of it here at the store, so the more we can promote it. I liked it the first time around. Yeah. So what we're about to taste, we just got a whole bunch of stuff in from Dos Equis, and we get the Dos Equis seltzers. And full disclosure, I don't like the fact that they name them Seltzers and Ranch Waters because you can't be both. Uh, ranch Water, by definition, is tequila and soda. I get it. It's a marketing thing. You're trying to hit all your marks. Now, having tasted these once already, where do you think we should start? I was thinking the lime. I was going to say. That, and then work our way up. So... Yeah, Dos Equis, Seltzers, 
ranch water seltzers, as much as I hate the naming of it, the seltzers were actually really good. They're really clean flavor, and I think we've kind of come to believe sort of the ethos with seltzers is just don't screw it up. Yeah, it's pretty easy. I, it, they're pretty actually, easy to make. It's a seltzer. Yeah. Don't go more than that. It shouldn't be... It shouldn't be overcomplicated, and it just shouldn't suck. <laughs> it's yeah. really what it comes down to. Like, All you got to do is be okay, and I feel like the Dos Equis are actually better than okay. They're really clean. The flavors are spot on. I don't like the fact that they named it Spicy Grapefruit because I feel like customers look at spicy and you get scared of yeah. like, is it going to be too spicy? Am yeah. I not going to like the flavor? Appeal to us, but right. Like... It's polarizing. People either love spicy or they hate spicy. Exactly, yep. I will tell you guys listening, it's not that spicy. Like yeah. it's just enough. It's just to enough to kind of balance yeah. the the grapefruit. Um, that being said, what we're tasting now is the Dos Equis flavored lager mix pack. So there's a lime with salt flavored beer. There's a cucumber flavored beer, a watermelon flavored beer, and then. You grab two water. What do we get for the other one? Lime, watermelon, cucumber. And? Oh, pineapple. Yeah. How did we forget the pineapple? <laughs> I was like, I think I pinks right here. So, I know that sounds kind of weird, like, oh, flavored beers and whatever, but we've been through this once. I actually like this one better. a little bit better than I did the first time. Mm -hmm. But I agree it's the starting point. So the first one we're tasting is the lime with salt. And I, I think, and we tasted these with Matt earlier, who would have been here, but he came in early today, so he left early today. That's but we all kind of remarked that these don't taste sweet. No, it's still got that beer, that cerveza... Mm -hmm. But it's, yeah, that brightness of the cerveza, it's not a log or anything. It's white it, it already, doesn't... which is why I think cervezas, flavored cervezas, I feel like would are, should, there should be more of them. Yeah, and cerveza is just, I mean, it's the Spanish word for beer, but, oh, like, but oh. cerveza like typically means Mexican lager. And yeah, so that's what I'm style. saying. Like a, yeah, it's like a lighter, yeah. brighter. It's crisp. Yep. So I feel like they can get away with like putting a little bit of flavor in there, and it would be, yeah, opposed to like. Uh, I, and I think what we all remarked was like they don't taste sweet, so they're like they're not like Rattlers. Okay, yeah. So when yeah. we get to like the pineapple beer, it doesn't taste like beer with pineapple juice added to it. Yeah, it's not like a Stegall, yeah. which is actually grapefruit juice added to it, which is delicious. Oh yeah, um, but these actually still taste like beer, but they don't taste cheap either you no. know like yeah no i think this has cross appeal you know and as much as we as much as i hate to break down like sort of gender demographics but like i feel like dudes will drink this i feel yeah. like the ladies will drink this so i have it I feel like whatever you are like it's appealing it it drinks like beer it tastes like beer mm -hmm. but it's got enough fruit for people who don't necessarily like a beer taste too. I guess my point was before is like 
I feel like you don't get a lot of maltiness in Mexican no. lagers. No, no, So that's elite because that maltiness will stick in your mouth and like uh, Budweiser's and Bud Lights and all, mm -hmm. I mean, uh, mm -hmm. all that, but these don't have enough maltiness where it's going to cut into the flavor. Yeah. All right. Number two, Dos Equis Watermelon. And this is typically a hard flavor. Yeah. You know, we, Matt and I talked about this the other day, and even Mike and I were talking about it. Like, watermelon's such a hard flavor because when you think of a watermelon, most of it is water. Yep. So, like, it's really hard to get yeah. watermelon flavor into something without tasting fake, like a yeah. Jolly Rancher. Or, yeah, like a watermelon Ardo Palmer yeah. that you get at the store. It's like, some sort of chemically mm -hmm. like induced yeah. watermelon flavor. And yet this one, whatever they used for flavor, like one of my favorite like things in the world is watermelon sherbet. I love Yeah. Yep. Or, or sorbet, I should yep. say. I love mm -hmm. watermelon sorbet. It's just the right amount of watermelon. Yep. It's perfect. It really is like perfect it's dialed way down from like dells does a watermelon shandy mm -hmm. like and there really is like no watermelon juice to be added but whatever it is they're using for flavoring and i'm sure it's not really watermelon, watermelon. <laughs> no. but yeah that's solid mm. all right super refreshing it really oh, is like, i can't like i the All more I about, taste this yeah. is Sunday fun day. Yep. Ice cold in the cooler. Crack these. These are cold cans. You're just drinking them. Like that's all I'm thinking about. Yeah. This has got cornhole boards, Sunday grilling, yep. chicken, hot dogs, hamburgers on the grill. It's got it written all over it. And this is the one that I thought would probably be the sweetest. So this is the pineapple. By the way, these are only available in a mix pack of all these flavors. So there's no individual six packs or four packs. But for what it's worth, I mean, I am loving this pack. And where everybody's going to slim cans, which I get it makes you feel slim when you're drinking it. You feel better about it. But Girl. there's something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's <grow> something <laughs> just OK with. Drinking a, a fat can, like, mm -hmm. I mean, this smells like pineapple. For beer drinkers, it makes you remind you, you're literally drinking beer. Yeah, you're a drinking beer. beer. You're, yep. It's a beer. Yep. Yeah, and I don't think we're so conscious of everything. Like, sometimes it's okay on a Sunday, even if you're keto or you're watching your sugars or your diet or whatever, one day a week, just let it rip. Yeah. You know, and that's, I think that's what these are for. Just let it go. Yeah, let it go. You don't need to kill a 12-pack. You know, one of each, that's fine. And then have a second one of the, your favorite. Yep. But I think, like, again, Sunday Funday, you and I could kill a 12-pack of this. Each. Eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. These are super good. I give you all the pineapples, stuff. I'm just not a pineapple fan. But, but even the pineapple yeah, is not, it doesn't not taste the, like pineapple juice. Not, yeah, no, it does have the artificial 
pineapple, super sugary feel to it. It has, yeah. All right, we got one more left, and I can see my yeah, podcast timer turning red, so we're right. coming down. We're hitting the buzzer, Peter. Yeah. On this one. <laughs> and the final one in this mix pack is the cucumber, which, again, is a polarizing flavor, which is kind of my issue of, like, with the seltzer, spicy grapefruit. Spicy is a polarizing thing. People either love it or hate it. I'm telling you guys it's not spicy. The cucumber, cucumber is like watermelon. It's mostly water. So it's hard to get real good cucumber flavor, but I feel like when we tasted these earlier... I feel like whenever I try something that's cucumber flavored in this industry, I love it. Yeah. It's clean. Yep. But sometimes it's cucumber mint. Sometimes it's cucumber yeah. lime. Yeah, it's never just... They're balancing it. In this... Oh my gosh. I love that. I that love that. That is spot on. That is my pick of the pack. Yeah, it really is. And I think you nailed it perfectly. The base beer of this, that Mexican lager, it, is the perfect style yeah, to it, really take in yeah. these, it's a these flavors. It's allowing the flavors to drop in there. Yeah. Yeah, they mix really well. Yeah, that's fantastic. So that's the Dos Equis kind of lager flavor mix pack. And again, we also have the, the seltzer, ranch water, whatever it is, mix pack as well. They're both great. They have both in stock. Sun's out. Weekend's coming up. If you're looking for something different, something interesting, I highly recommend both of these. And oh, by the way, when you're in for the tasting on Saturday, behind us, I don't know if you guys picked it up in the video, new menu board. It's going to show all the new arrival craft beers that we have in stock. All right. Well, we got one more week to do this. And you're off to Greener Pastures. We are going to wrap it from there. Thank you guys so much for being here. We're going to finish the rest of these beers. <laughs> and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you, guys. Cheers. <laughs>